Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, friends. Hi. <laughs> We're back. We're back at this. Okay. Hi. Welcome to your podcast, A Fuck Again. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we really started at 8 o'clock your time? We would not be... I mean, could you just imagine <laughs> I want to apologize to both of you for everything that we just went through. <laughs> Me trying my best was not enough. I don't think you tried your best, but thank you oh, for saying it. It was my best. You, when we were, I, showed, I had a laptop charged. You did not charge your phone. I didn't intend to use my phone. I thought I would. You be didn't sick. charge your phone. The 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 list did not say charge whatever you feel like you're going to use. It said. Charge everything. That's what it said. You know what? You a whole teacher. You forgot to give us homework ass bitch. That's what you are. That's what the fuck you are. Is, the, is it? Or am I talking to the other students? I, I did the homework. I read it. Am I talking to the teacher or am I talking to the other students? The teacher is on this call. Still talking to the other students. <laughs> Get us, give us homework, Sarita. Um, okay, hi. How's your mm -mm. business? Mm -mm. <laughs> How is your business going, Wumi? <laughs> We're gonna do our best not to talk over each other this episode, too. Watch. We'll see. Um, I need you to know that I am already more than halfway through my beverage. What did you drink? This is a cucumber vodka with sparkling water and a splash of lemonade. Well, that sounds real good. Is that what it you made me up? Yes. That was really good. That day, alcohol world was fun. Alcohol it's, world? Yeah, like drinking like liquor. Instead of wine, like some days I'm on my own and I just make really bad drinks. You are I almost saying um, a song, but thank you because you you do you're not really good at making drinks. Yeah. If I was good at making drinks, um, 
I would be too perfect for everyone to handle me. I have uh-uh, to have a- uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-mm, <laughs> nope, mm-mm, no, no. <laughs> Hurry up and try again. Hurry up and try again. Okay, so this is my do-over. Your drinks are really, really good. In. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the business is, is, is doing well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still just working on getting people their orders, mm-hmm. um, without like losing my sanity. Um, so that's great. That's great. Also, mm-hmm. people are upset outside, it seems. Um, um, honestly, you know what? I'm, I really appreciate the love that, uh, people have for my earrings, the mm-hmm. woohoops. Um, that feels good. Knowing yeah. that people really like my things. I, I am thoroughly enjoying seeing people on vacation in the beads. Mm-hmm. Because yes, wear your shit. Wear your shit while you're enjoying your life. Yeah. Do it. And thank you for tagging me in it. Because I get excited every time. Also, it makes me want to be on vacation which, you know, soon come, I'm speaking it into existence. Um, but yeah, it feels, it feels really good. So order your stuff. What y'all want to take on vacation? You want some anklets, y'all? You want some um, foot candy for the sand? What you want? <laughs> Body oh beads. I should wear foot candy because the happy hour tonight is on the beach. Do it. Just wear foot candy. There's no shoe requirement here. We're in heaven. I'm doing it. <laughs> We're in heaven. A thousand bees with me. When I was packing, I was like, what? what's all? And I was like, I know that I'm going to wear the same bees over and over again. But I need to know that I have my other bee options with me. I just need to know that they're there. There's a lot of bees in my suitcases. I haven't even fully unpacked that shit over there yet. I'm not dealing with it. But um, yeah, I think I'll wear my foot candy tonight. Um... My business, uh, everything's a challenge. Uh, <laughs> I guess a success would be we've got lights, the new lights are up. But with that success, the challenge is, you know, the cost has gone up again for things with this space. Uh, I'm being stretched outside my comfort zone. I am constantly uh, paying for things that I cannot afford and uh, borrowing from my retirement and uh, try to sh- keep it stress-free. Um, but it's, it's a lot. And there's a, there's a whole lot to getting a space that they just don't tell you, but it's gonna go in the book. We should do a book, right? We should just do a book about side hustle, the transition and what comes with that. What it really means to have a business Yes, that having a business is not just um, beautiful pictures and money in your account because any money that's in your account is really going back to the business. Everyone. (laughs) I was told Patrice, just take me off the fucking payroll, man, because... Everything, every time my check goes to me, it's just, it goes right back to fucking Uline and whomever. It's not my money. 
it's not, and it's less money I have to move around if it just stays in the account. But she was like, no, you know, because legal oh. shit, accounting, you can't, can't do that. <laughs> somebody help me, please, somebody help me. Do I have a success for you? I have a success for you. Please. Bitch, that glow butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you take some with you? I did. I made myself a big ass lingerie and Chardonnay. (gasps) Yours. I was like, well, shit, I want this too. So it's with me in the bathroom. I haven't put it on yet because I didn't want to like destroy the sheets last night. And people have asked, like, you know, does it get on your clothes? And I'm going to treat it just like you would treat makeup, like any other cosmetic. You know, you would be intentional about not getting your foundation on your clothing. So look at it, you know, kind of like that is is what I say. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that because I don't love trends, but if something happens authentically, I don't deny that either. And this is, oh, go ahead. The way that thing lustered on my skin. And you know, I'm already moisturized. I already keep a shiny lid. Yep. But the way that glow butter amplified the shine on my beautiful legs. Yeah. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. And, you know, I really, I demonstrated that product in real time to three of the most honest fucking African women. <laughs> they, no one in that room, in that building would have bullshit me about that product. And I started with the wild card. Like I gave it to set first. And I was like, whoa, she likes it. Okay, okay, okay. I'll show it to Wumi. I'll show it to Seekin. But yeah, because you guys, if, if it was trash, you guys would have just told me, oh, this isn't it, Brooks. You know, just don't worry about it. Stick to what you're good at. That's fine. You, yeah, you like I'll just keep it because it's scented. It smells really good. But yeah. um, it's not, it's not for shining. But that's okay. Yeah. And Alex hit me. He was like, I got some, but please tell me, am I going to look crazy? And I was like, oh my God, no, you won't. You won't. Like, it's not going to give like black or brown face. So my recommendation was um, to start with a little bit and add regular honey or regular butter to that. To spread it out. Give you, it'll give you that sheen. Um but yes, yeah, so it just don't go heavy with it and just, you know, add more tint to your liking. Like, I think, you know, Kim Kardashian is pretty pale and she wears tinted bronzer all the time. Like, Does that make it, it okay? No, what I'm saying is she doesn't look like she's wearing like black or brown face. She, it just gives her pale complexion a little like sun-kissed action, you know? Hmm, okay. All right, all right. I, I gotta know my audience, and I keep forgetting that. I really, really do. <laughs> fact, a fun fact: my least successful release was the one where Kim Kardashian was the icon, and I was like, I wonder if there's some correlation. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because even that time I did my. Uh, my, my dissertation, I, I know I did a lecture for that school last year. Remember the girl was so triggered by the fact that it was named about the Kardashians and all that? Mm. I forget, black people do not fuck with the Kardashians like that. Yeah. 
I mean, there's so many beautiful black women that aren't just, you know, sucking up attention. Okay. Yes. But I feature black women primarily. You know, I've been approaching my DMs about this, so it triggers me. No, no, no. So so my issue is not that you go to different races. Uh-huh. I just don't care for that family. I've never really had it for her. Like, you know, she there was a time where I looked at her and I was like, okay, she's a pretty girl, but also I don't care about her. <laughs> Two things can be true. Two things can be true. <laughs> I don't, I don't care about her. Um, yeah, so, and it's not even like, I, I can't say that I dislike her. I just am rather indifferent. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that she takes a stunning photo and I love her um, sense of style, how serious she is about herself and her image. I really enjoy that. Well, what, is it her sense of style or was it her ex-husband's? sense of style for you know what neither here nor there what else is happening you're going to be at the monference this weekend yes 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 i am i'm going to be at the monference well zinajar is going to be at the monference this weekend yes this is our fifth year our fifth consecutive year with district mother yes 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 um, it means a lot to me because i um i saw them when they were just starting out in 2017 and said, this is something I want to contribute to. So I'm going to send some event favors. I'm going to vend and things like that. And from there, these women always mention my name in rooms. It's a bunch of like heavy hitters in District Mother Hugh. Like just, they're moms and they're also like power bitches in their respective areas, right? And so um, they, they have a power with what they choose to endorse and support. Um, and I respect and appreciate, appreciate it when it's uh, in my direction. But um, the conference is getting bigger and bigger every year. I have gifted 600 mini shea butters um, to the registered participants and 250 perfume roll-ons. And a new fragrance I launched with them. This is my second fragrance with them. Uh, the first one was Revive last year. This one is called Hey Mama. And it's basically like a blend of Nog Champa um, and a little more jasmine, pink jasmine, and uh, pink cashmere's blend. So smells really good, no question. And then we're also doing, um, in addition to the vending this year, we're gonna be doing the Pamper Suite. So people can make scented products. So they'll be able to make sugar scrubs, uh, hair and body mist and things like that. So it should be great. Shout out to Sharika, friend of the show from Taste Buds. She is running this in a jar table and the pants and the pamper suite on Saturday. So when you see her, say what's up and ask her what she does for a living because you won't regret it. I was so fucking high on that airplane and just getting here yesterday. I started with my juice when we were on the way to the airport and I was gone. I was like, Nikki, you don't need your brain anymore. And then like two things happened where I needed my brain and I struggled so bad. But you did to, it. I had to just say like, hey, I'm really high. I'm going to get back to you on this. Because like one thing I discovered was um, I have not been paying the Pepco for just myself. The way that our building is wired, I am paying the Pepco for 
my neighbors too. And nobody said anything. Um, the electrician brought it to Patrice's attention yesterday. And when I saw the information, I had to read it over and over again. I was like, wait, am I making this up? Am I high? Or like, is this really happening? Because, and the other thing is like, I think they share the trash can with me too. And so they just, they, they haven't had to pay for their own trash can or Pepco in some time. So is that, is that changing or? Is that even a question? No, I need, I, I just needed to hear you say I, it. Back pay. I need back pay. Like on some real shit. And even this whole thing with the trash can. So they were going to sit there and just let it continue to grow. Like the trash is out of control over there. I had to establish the account. Okay. Cool. So yeah, this goes in the book, Mumi. These are the things that nobody tells you when... You know, we're all, it's all it's all fun and games with like likes and pictures and encouraging comments and shit. But this shit is fucking real, man. I am worn out. Um, do you are you ready to talk about Honeypot? Please, let's go. I know that you want to get into it, so let me just say my little bit. And can you explain the video? Did you watch the video? I did watch the, the like thirteen minute video. Yeah, whatever she said. Um. Yes, I did. Okay. So um, there, a couple of days, oh, I guess about a week ago, there was a lot of hullabaloo, hullabaloo um, about, <laughs> y'all, I've been drinking this vodka, okay? Just relax, everyone, okay? Um, so someone noticed that there was a difference in the ingredients and the labeling of a honeypot um, intimate wash and decided to go on the internet to talk about it. And it, there was a, a stir. A lot of people started to bash honeypot, the brand and the owner CEO creator of the business. Um, there was talk about whether there was a, a sale, a, a sale of the business to someone else. Uh, mainly what was being spoken about was that it was sold to white people. Not sure who the white people are. Um, uh, people got upset about the ingredients, um, the additional ingredients and were concerned about whether um, those ingredients still made it a natural product, if the business was still black owned. Um, people started saying that they weren't going to use those products anymore and were looking for alternative intimate washes, preferably owned by other black women. Um, there was just a lot, of, a lot of bashing of the company and the owner. The yeah. owner, uh, what is what is her name? Be is Beatrice. it Beatrice? Yeah, Beatrice okay. Dixon. So, she made a video to explain the changes and um, basically what actually what the actuality of the situation was. 
And what she said is that she is still the owner. She got some, basically some sponsorship, but she is still owner of the company. She's still running the company, she and her brother, and that the product is still as good as it was. The products, the additional ingredients are to help the shelf life of the products, basically to make it better to last longer while still doing what it needs to do for your body. Like, so it's still doing the, its intended purpose is what she said. But people attacked her for, for the video too. So they said that she didn't dress nicely enough. They said that she was reading like someone was holding her hostage. They said that uh, she was reading a prepared statement because she didn't really care that it was someone else's words that she was reading. Dude, oh my God. Um, they said that she didn't show enough emotion. Um, they basically tore this lady to shreds. And I'm, I'm disappointed by the level of vitriol that was thrown her way with very little understanding. It's, and and this is this is not even I mean I am a, a business owner, but I'm not even speaking from that point of view. I'm just like, does this lady deserve all of this? Can we get some type of understanding? Oh, so you know, okay. So when I first heard it, I was like, okay, well, guess what? You know, she she got some new ownership or not ownership. She got some new people on her team. They're adding ingredients. She sh should have let people know like they probably mishandled it in that way come to find out she did prepare a video there's a video posted on her page explaining that there are new products and also that it's not actually changing the product there are new ingredients but it's not changing the product she put that on her page as a video for people to watch and it seems as though everyone kind of just skipped over it just did a little frog leap on top so, of that. I didn't even know that. So this goes back to niggas don't read. This would go in that box, right? Well, I can't even give them that because this niggas don't watch a video. And we love videos. You didn't even go back to her page to do your due diligence to see if she already addressed this. No. So quick to be on the bandwagon. Um, thank you. So I just, I have, I have one thing. So I hear, I don't like, I don't know the facts. So like you, when we, when I found out someone sent it to me was like, I know you use honey pot and she not organic. Da, da, da. I was like, I don't know any facts yet. I'm going to slow down. I don't know shit yet. I'm not doing anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not spreading a thing. And so I know the facts. Yeah. And also, even if she did fuck up in some way, which I think that's what happened. It was the communication style. She didn't broadcast these new ingredients. And I think that's where there may have been a slip up, but I don't know. It, it seems like a recovery to me. And I don't think that she deserves all of this. I just want to say that. She does not. She doesn't. And I, I use honeypot and everything. The, the sanitary napkins we keep at the Zen sanctuary for staff are honeypot only. 
and it'll continue to be that. My offense is taken as an entrepreneur because I'm personally sick of this shit. I'm so sick of how everybody, what I, what I feel and see all the time is that everybody loves you when you are up and then when you're down, like, so none of this shit is really genuine. I don't take any of the love I get seriously. And I don't take the hate I get seriously anymore because it comes and goes based on what's in season. And the way that everybody can just kind of snowball into this thing, like, this is a fucking person. She's a person. And did we forget about this? Because like, like I said on, on my post, if white people, if it was white people doing this to her, it would be something totally different with us. Like when they did that to her before and we went and we bought her out at all the targets and it was the broadcast and stuff like that. It's like, okay, well look, if you motherfuckers love me this much, where is that love when I have a perceived misstep? Like however this shit started, that one girl whose TikTok I saw, that should have started with, when it opened with, I'm not trying to bash them or da da da, you should have stopped right there and just contacted Honeypot. But you broadcasted it on the fucking internet. You knew what was gonna happen. And then everybody else jumped in on it. It's just like, you, you have these opinions on things and decisions and shit that you'll never have to make. You don't have the capacity to understand what goes into these decisions. Anybody that's in big box retail like that, you can't stay authentic to these specific ingredients just because they don't have that strong of a shelf life. It's just not possible. If it was possible, more businesses, more brands wouldn't go to preservatives. I'm not saying she's got preservatives. I'm just saying in general, more brands wouldn't lean that way. But like, I'll never be able to have Zen and Jar Butter at Nordstrom, for example, because I can't, well, at this time, I don't see me being able to afford refrigerated trucks for the shit to travel. Um, so it would have to be my stuff that doesn't melt because I'm not ready to compromise the butter and add preservatives and things like that. Um, but anybody that has to do that, I just feel like we really, we jumped the gun and showed our hand with how quick we will turn on each other. Because for me, it's a reminder of how many times I've had people love me so much. Oh my God, your product saved my life. Your product saved my marriage. Your product saved my psoriasis, blah, 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 right? But the minute your shit is late or I'm at the spice suite and I don't have Zoe and that's what you wanted today, you cussing me out. And yes, I still remember her. I still fucking remember her. But you cussing me out, telling me I ain't shit. And this is why I don't support black business and stuff like that. That shit sticks with people. And you have to fucking think about it. You can't, do you want to support a black business or not? You cannot treat us like we are um, such a fantastic boutique experience for you. And then when something goes wrong, you cussing us out with these fucking Target and Giant Food Nordstrom expectations. It's not fair. It's hurtful. That lady has been doing this shit a long time. You think she don't want to keep putting essential oils in these pads? Like, seriously. Has anybody, have enough people stopped and thought about the why? Why would she have to do this? To get investors, and I, I know I'm ranting, but I just, I just need to get this out. It won't be much longer. But to even get investors, investors have requirements for your, your products, you no longer have 100% of the say 
when you take on investors in your business, a lot of times you have to be able to acquiesce and, and compromise. And maybe someone does not want to invest however much money they invested in that brand unless they had alternatives to improve the shelf life. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a very, a very real scenario. Like it happens all the time. And I think about myself. I did, I did outreach for fundraising, right? I need a lot of money to do everything that I'm trying to do. I'm really fucking struggling. I didn't get a lot of support. I'm seeking investors now. And if I get investors, I'm gonna have to be open to the changes that are required presented in a jar to truly scale up. Scaling up requires us getting out of that homegrown, homemade mindset. And it's uncharted territory for so many of us. There's only a few um, black owned brands that like kind of started from home, grew to something crazy that are in big box retail. And I'm not talking like featured in three or four targets. I'm talking nationwide, worldwide sales and having to manage that, the transport, managing the shelf life, all that kind of stuff. And it requires a different level of decisions. And it's decisions that other brands that we use make all the time. It's hurtful to see that so much of that vitriol came her way when she's not doing anything any different then let's say Johnson and Johnson baby powder and shit, for example. So yes, you know, communication could have been stronger. I see that, you know, Wumi has confirmed the communication exists. So, you know, that's one thing, but also we got to really look at ourselves and why we are so quick to turn on each other when something goes wrong. Like we didn't even keep that shit amongst us as a community. Like, what the fuck is that? I just, I just need y'all people not this audience specifically. I need people in general to really think before they react, before they jump on a bandwagon. Just think about your motivations before you post something. And then the shit that was really killing me was, did you see when we, any of the shade room comments where bitches were like shouting out their own businesses? Like, I did see that. Are you and, fucking I mean, I, I get it, but also this is not it. This is not, this is not it because you are small enough that you still need to do that, right? But you don't know what decision you'll make if you get as big as honeypot. You don't know what compromises you have to consider. Why would you do that shit? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Everyone that tagged me, I let them know I appreciated it, but I also let them know offline. I don't go like this. End of rant. Yeah, you had a really um, well-worded post today about that, um, basically saying like, y'all, we have to give people a chance to at least explain themselves. We like we supported her so strongly and we turned on her so quickly that it doesn't make sense. It doesn't balance each other out. Um, so it's like, what what are we actually doing here? What what are we trying to say? Are we supportive? Or, and, and this is not support in, um, it doesn't mean like empty support or not empty, but like not blind support, but also like, hey, hey sis, we came to your aid before. So what what is happening? And I, I don't like sis. I said sis, but I actually don't like that word because I don't, I don't feel like people say sis and like mean it with love. I feel like people say sis and there's like some shade behind it. So I apologize for you for saying it, but we have to think about what we're doing and how it would feel if we're on the other side. 
I do remember when you first started your business um, and you and when Carol's daughter sold her business to, you know, someone else. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember I felt some type of way like, oh, you know, this is a black owned business. But now, you know, you sold yourself and it's, it's now it's white owned. And, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. And you were very clear in that if you had investors that were coming to buy your business, if the number was right, that you were selling. Right. Get me out of here. <laughs> and I, I didn't understand tired. it. I didn't understand it until you said it and you gave your perspective. I also was not in business at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. So my perspective was different. And um, like at first I felt like it was like a selling out type of situation. And it's not because for me, <laughs> The goal is not to keep working for the rest of my life. No, that's not the goal. The goal is to be free, to have enjoyment, to live my life in peace and do the things that make me feel good as often as possible. And yeah. if someone wants to buy my business for however many million dollars, I'm, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. The um gosh, I forget what podcast she was on, but Carol's daughter was on Lisa Price was on this podcast and she explained how at first she was really hurt by how we did her as a community when she sold um to L'Oreal, I think. But then she had to really reflect and say, Black people as a culture, we don't understand how business works enough to know that the goal has never been to be a slave to your business. It's to make your business profitable, to sell it, and then take that wealth and build the next thing. She never intended to do Carol's Daughter forever out of a fucking brownstone. And we only saw it, like we were, we were very short-sighted as a culture, not me and you, but as a culture, we were very short-sighted with our expectations for her. Um, there was a lot of projections placed on her without anybody asking what the fuck she wanted or what her goal was. And so then, you know, and when her, when her products changed for me, it wasn't drastic. It was like, okay, this is the shit. Cause now like, look, remember you had the shit on, um, QVC or home shopping network. You have to scale up to get to that. And you have to have certain requirements to meet the shelf life. Cause they test all that shit. Um, before you can go to big box retail, right? So she had to make changes to the consistency of the products and the preservatives and additives and things like that. Nobody says, hey, I'm trying to take the easy way out. I want to add a bunch of shit. But it's what comes with the next level. And the biz as business owners, you got to determine like, okay, do I want to keep this shit local and mom and pop it forever? Or am I building generational wealth? Is that my overall goal? And that's something that, you know, we just were kind of very short-sighted with in the beginning. Um, but I'm glad that Lisa Price did not let that destroy her. I know that it did hurt. But that's just another person that we really were relentless about hurting. And her investors were Black. Remember, it was like Jay-Z and Mary J. Blige or somebody, Will Smith or some shit? Mm -hmm. Black people invested in her and helped her level up and gave her that education. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. So we just got to think before we react and also think, how would you feel if this was your mother or your sister or yourself? 
or you, or you, yep. because let's, let's take it to the most selfish place, right? Mm-hmm. If this was you, wouldn't you want someone to give you a little bit of room, a little bit of grace, a little bit of understanding before yeah. just tearing you down? It's very easy. Social media makes everything easy to say because you aren't looking a person in their eyes, right? Yeah. You can, you can break someone down very easily, but remember that you're breaking someone down. Like this is an actual person. And, and what was done was not, um, it was not like uh, an attack on an individual or a group of individuals. Yeah. Right, this wasn't a predatory move. So let's try to keep that in mind. I know it can be difficult and it's easy to to hear some information and jump on it because honestly, I you know, I was like, well, what is going on? And yeah, she definitely could have just told us, like, I, I don't want to fight her, but she could have said that the information, you know, that things were changing. And then I found out, oh, oh, she she did. Okay. Yeah. So what is that? Three or four additional newsletters, but let's back up again. Yeah, niggas don't read. <laughs> oh, you know, how much attention? How how is she to know that that information really wasn't received and retained when she shared it? So just this out of the blue thing is just, you know, I don't I don't like that kind of shit. Kind of wanted y'all to answer the the second question before you moved on. Okay. Um, What's the question? Okay. So um, if you were Beatrice or um, you were her PR team, like how would you handle, how would you have handled changing ingredients for your product? And if you fucked up and didn't make it fully known to your customers that things were changing, how would you, how would you handle the PR now? What would you do? Ooh, that's a so- real good. Okay, so me, I, I, you know, I don't have any any PR behind me. I just have what I think may be common sense, what I think is common sense, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't translate to everybody. Um, I think I might apologize to to my customer base and say, listen, this was not done to, this was not a malicious uh, change. Um, I don't, I'm not trying to hurt anyone. Um, I'm sorry for if you, I'm sorry for you feeling like disappointed and like uh, uh, feeling, I don't, I don't know what the proper word for that is, but you know, like I'm, I'm not here. I, I definitely was not here to, to cause any mistreatment, right? Um, this is why things were done. And I still, I mean, basically, basically what she said, like, I still stand behind my product. I, I know why I started it and I still feel that way. I'm still behind that. I'm just scaling up and to scale up, some things had to change. Um, I'm sorry that I did not express it more blatantly to give y'all advance notice of these things. I'm, I'm sorry that what I did was not enough. Um, but not, but not even, but, cause I'm sorry that what I did was not enough. 
Mm. What else? What else can I do? What What do you want me to do? Because these changes were made for these reasons. Like yeah. these are the changes that were made. She was so specific about what each new ingredient was and why it was added. Like the whole purpose of it for for her to even say that um, this we added this to to protect you for those people who may have fecal matter around themselves or for those people who may have urine around themselves this is all going to work together to keep you protected and to keep you clean and um that's the whole purpose of you buying the product yes it is she so she was very specific about that and still people were concerned with how she got on camera so what, yeah. do, you, what do you want her to because guess what if she had gotten all dolled up that would have been an issue too right? She was giving, I feel like she gave us herself authentically. Like, hey, y'all, this is fucking me up. I'm not, I'm really not okay. She started crying. She started crying. I mean, she tried to hold it together, but she was clearly very emotional. And y'all, y'all, the, the work that goes behind, that goes into a business into like making your products, the trial and error, the the late nights, the the tears, the frustration. What you see is not even a quarter of what actually happens. Not even close. And like you, Danita, you're very open and transparent. I am not that open. I'm not y'all don't y'all don't know <laughs> y'all don't know there's so there's so much and i'm not saying that you have to know that but i'm saying that give us give us a little bit of room because we want to make something when i don't know that there are business people who are out there who spend all this time and effort to give you a janky product right I'm not, I don't know many people. I'm sure they're out there, but I'm not sure how many businesses are really out there for that, right? A lot of this, there is so much trial and error. There's so much money wasted. There's so much time wasted that eventually translate into the product that you see, but there was such a long path to get there. So yes, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, give us, give us some room. When, when, when I get, when I, if I get your beads to you late, it's not because I was sitting around like, oh, fuck that lady. I hate that, that lady. lady. <laughs> I want that lady to wait. So yeah, she gave me something. She gave me her money. Okay. So no, no, no. Yeah. There are so many other things that that happen to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't ever want anyone to speak poorly on me because that's never my intent. And so I do have um, a space of of I, like I want to give this lady a hug because I understand and to get to where she is. Yeah. To get to where she is. Are you kidding? You know, I, I, on, DM, I DM'd her. I could not control myself. Of course you did. 
Of course you did. You probably cried as you were DMing her. This is all complete bullshit. And you don't see. See? Because <laughs> it's fucked up. It is fucked up. And this lady, do y'all really think, do y'all really think that this lady didn't agonize over every decision she had to make about this? No, you, you know what? She was like, I have the ingredient chain. Uh-huh. got you got you bitch right, right. <laughs> and who made up the narrative that she sold the shit like i was reading comments that said she holding that paper like the white man said for fifty thousand dollars read everything on this paper i said you niggers have got to shut the fuck up with all this fiction it just didn't even you guys i don't know how many of you have ever been in a space where a leader is speaking a ceo or any type of leader right often there are prepared statements so that you hit every point you're supposed to hit um so that you don't say the wrong thing juxtapose figures facts all that kind of stuff her reading from the paper was her making sure everything that she said was accurate and again i don't know how often the people who criticize that uh spend time listening to leaders speak honestly presidents speak like a lot of important people give give prepared statements about important things what it said to me is i am i'm too emotional to just speak on this freely i want to make sure that i'm saying everything that needs to be said i took the time to prepare verbiage to say to y'all so that you understand everything so i hit all the points because if i just start speaking freely like off uh what is it off the cuff off the cuff i'm gonna say i may say anything because i feel so strongly about this i never i get may go help. off on a fucking tangent we go off on fucking tangents on this fucking podcast yeah yeah we do all the time yeah i just i just said one i mean we we do it all the time there's there's always a rundown prepared for us <laughs> <laughs> We had to stop the last podcast before we got halfway through the rundown because we had so many tangents. It was a great conversation. Yeah, we we did not hit all the points. Nope. Nope. So you think y'all y'all have you so you think y'all have been dragging me all over social media and I'm just gonna get on here and be like, hey y'all. <laughs> yeah, fix your makeup. We're gonna wait for some more people to come. How y'all doing today? Do all that. Come on. Come on. Come yeah. on. Again, I don't know this lady, but I know poor human behavior when I see it. Keep that shit away from me. And if anything that Zen and Ajar has said offends you, just unfollow me and don't shop with me. I don't fuck with that kind of energy and I don't need that kind of money. Come we got to let people grow. We got to let each, we have to let, bitch, I don't have no money now. I'm, I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. You know what I'm saying? My heart is in the right place. It'll work out or it won't. But we have to really be intentional with how we treat people in the world and we have got to stop letting this social media shit gas us up because it's all fun and games until that shit turns towards you and i mean nobody knows how they will handle it because you know the next thing is if this motherfucker wasn't tough enough to handle it and killed herself oh my god oh my god right it would be all this oh and i first used honeypot when my mother had cancer like they'll be doing all of that making it about them Look into the suicide rate for entrepreneurs and maybe no one's ready. 
no that one's will help people really think before they really start jumping on us because we're not just entrepreneurs, we're black entrepreneurs and we are black lady entrepreneurs. So we got all the other fucking woes of the world and this shit and all the pressure. How dare y'all do her like that? I'm gonna stop there before I ruin my business. Um, oh, I didn't answer the question. So here's no, how I also, con- your, also, your product is very good. No one, this is not going to ruin your business. Niggas are coming back. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> we, all, we need to glow for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> we need yeah. our houses to smell good. So yeah. here's what I would do if my products changed. I would do my best to over communicate it and I will communicate the why and I will say hey guys this is changing and this is why well, first this- of all she's right she's going to write 12 essays in her newsletter yep do you know hey guys um so the post that she did today <laughs> she told her it was too long <laughs> Bitch, she had too many words. She had too many words for the IG post. <laughs> so you're okay? definitely going to over communicate, and y'all, y'all definitely not going to read it. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep telling us what you would do. No, I'm sorry. Because if you read to the bottom, there's a coupon code or a flash sale. Just read it. <laughs> it's information you need. But on a much smaller scale, what I deal with is people talking shit and being mad about melted butter. Like I don't fucking say. You can select insulated packaging or schedule a pickup. Or use the melted butter. Wumi, you would think that I've never talked about insulated shipping i've i've never had an issue with the butter melting especially if i leave it in the car and it melts i'm just like all right well it's just a little easier to apply this time yes it is it still smells good it still smells good it's still the same amount of product guys my bigger issue is this is posted everywhere that i could possibly post it well we all know that people don't read people still miss it so I told you, I told you to start sending screenshots when people reply to you and tell you, oh my God, my butter was melted. Then you take a screenshot. <laughs> no, take a screenshot of the melted, but I mean, of what, where you talked about it, but circle that shit in red, highlight it in lime green and send it back. Don't yeah, use you know, other I words. Some shit. I'm hot about it. Screenshots. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm saying that to say, I would do my best to communicate about ingredient changes, but nobody would really read it. Mm-hmm. It would probably happen to me just like this. It would, it would be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but see, God forbid, because you would just stop making the stuff. I would just be like, well, just, just come make me my stuff. You don't have to make it for everybody else. Just, just make me my stuff. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Please. Also, people don't just, let's give grace is the bottom line yeah give grace we're not on here ranting and raving because we have anger management issues or just being super sensitive the shit that entrepreneurs do is really difficult it's really really difficult it takes a special type of human to intentionally do some shit like this yeah because why why am i even doing this (laughs) why do you know how much i like sleep you like to sleep a lot 
Me too. I'm I, deciding to sleep right now in the cocktail hour downstairs. Alcohol and sleep. And we in here working. Oh my God. <laughs> so I believe that we've tackled all that we can tackle with Honeypot, right? Anything else? Yeah. I, I don't just listen. Also, I still like her products. I'm still going to use them. So I've, I've never experienced a pad like this in my life. And yes, I still use pads. And I don't, I, y'all, judgment people, y'all can have that. I don't care. I'm going to use that little mint ass, uh, minty ass pad. I'm going to use it every fucking the time. The pad is incredible. Every fucking time. I feel so fancy every time I use it. I feel like I'm taking care of myself. Like, you yeah. know what? You deserve something that feels this way because you're already going through this fucking hell, hell war in your own uterus. Your body oh, is trying to kill you. War. <laughs> <laughs> if infinity wars down there, bitch. <laughs> Get me out of this get me out of this and sometimes the pad like the only bright spot like oh i do get to use my honey pot now that's, that's it that's why like i said i just i was being real jazzy i had a big instacart and i said y'all these are the pads for everyone we use honey pot here have you ever had honey pot oh my god guess <laughs> because what the cadillac of pads like come on it really it really is yeah um Kevin Samuels is next on the rundown. Oh, so how do you want to? No, I mean that's your boy. I'm okay. Let me give my opinion. Let me give my take. Um, I I did not care for him. Um, man, what is your dress size? What is your dress size, (laughs) man? How tall are you, ma'am? I watched, I watched a couple of his um, YouTube shows. Oh my God! So wait, that show, um, Matchmakers, Matchmakers Atlanta, Atlanta Matchmakers put people together yes. in Atlanta. The whatever, answer is whatever yes. Whatever the fuck it's called. Yes. Put people together. <laughs> uh, black people want to date in Atlanta, and we help them get together. Um. One of the ladies, one of the clients was on the show. I mean, was on the Kevin Samuel show. Like I remember watching that episode or like a, at least a clip from that episode and seeing her and how he told her about herself. How about I didn't see the clip, but based on her recap, I was like, oh, that's Kevin Samuel. Nobody oh, else is going to do that to you. Other no than one him. else. And I was, I was surprised that they didn't, actually insert that piece they probably didn't have the clearance to do it but um as soon as I saw I was like oh I know when she said what her business was I was like I remember this lady um who was it now I have to know the one who had like the 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 pet business like um it was like a bougie pet yeah she has a pet spa daycare oh spa okay yeah Look, she's looking it up. This lady's (laughs) looking it up right now. So yeah, I mean, so, so, okay. What I will say is from watching his show, the people do call in and ask these questions about themselves, or excuse me, people did call in and ask these questions about themselves. And he gave them 
logical responses to their specific situation. Also, he was, in my opinion, rough with his delivery. Um, a lot of what I saw, a lot of the, the snippets were aimed at Black women and generalized Black women. So even though he was talking to, he would be talking to one specific person, he grouped us often. My, again, this is from the videos that I have seen. And I'm not going to pretend that like I've seen all of them. Um, <laughs> because you won't watch them with me. I, I won't. Yeah, because, you know, she she even sent me some more. And I was like, I don't want to keep watching this. It, it feels, it felt mean. It didn't feel like. Because there was so much generalization, it didn't feel like, okay, I'm trying to help this individual person. It felt like I don't like this group of people. And so all of you are the same. Any, when you call and I hear something in whatever, in what your question is, I don't, I'm going to group you in with the rest of them, right? And the way that um, a lot of people, especially Black men, the way that they spewed, because they would spew his um, rhetoric, I'll say. I don't want to say rhetoric. I don't. I don't want to say that. They would. They would repeat his words, also in a way that was generalizing black women as a whole. And I didn't. I don't like that. I didn't like that. I heard what he said about black men I, because he also spoke to black men. I. I did not feel the generalization behind black men the way I felt it behind black women. So I was not a fan of his. I, I avoided him and his videos and also avoided the conversations that talked about his videos and what was said and uh, the people who um, held him in high regard. Uh, he passed away, what, has it been two weeks now? Uh, tomorrow it'll be. Okay, I don't. I'm not like reveling in his death. I'm not celebrating his, his death um, because he was a person. I'm sure that he meant a lot. There were people who were very close to him and he meant a lot to them. There are people on the internet that are getting tattoos of him. So he meant a lot to a lot of people. You know what he was for fatherless Negroes. You see, that's, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Was that too much? No, I mean you you you're you're one of his people. You watch him fairly regularly, right? Or listen to him. Like you watch the show. So I can't I can't speak on that. I'm just like for me, I don't where where are you? Indifference. Um at my friend's house. Okay, I was like this. I don't know. I bet for ten minutes I've been trying to figure out this background. <laughs> I said this is nowhere in a new apartment. It's not. Mm -mm. <laughs> okay, 
got I you. just got a new permit. I'm going to leave. OMG, the- is that why your Wi Fi is so good? You're not at your house. Oh, shit. Yikes. Yikes. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Hey, Miss Serena came in hot. You know what's funny? I'm not even on Wi-Fi. Wow. Wow. So, okay. Thank you for giving me closure on that because I have legit been like, this is not the bar. Like, what? What is this? I was really going through it. Um. So, yeah. So, Kevin Samuels, then the game that bad. Like, he's just got a lot of triggers and stuff. You can tell when he's triggered and he gets a little more antsy and he does use the generalizations, but more often than not, he is right. He is just like the super honest friend that will that will tell you or just the shit that we discuss amongst each other that we don't tell our delusional friend about, you know? So y'all, what... what what Danita told me is that he's basically me. He is. Because you will look someone in the face and say, well, you know better than that, right? Like, you know that that's bullshit. Oh, you're off in this day? Like, okay, so what is it you're looking to get out of this? What does it fulfill for you if you just wasted our time talking about this? Like, you know, that kind of thing. He is just your super honest friend because his delivery is harsh, but I think about myself and how much it takes for Nikki personally to really have a blind spot revealed. It has to get aggressive for me. I got to be super uncomfortable. But these are people that have paid and applied and waited in a queue to get his advice on how to get a specific type of man, right? So for me, it's like, if you if this is what you want and you're not having success and you know that you're not having success, so you reach out to uh, 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 somewhat expert, or, you know, I'm not giving him that, but you reach out to someone for guidance on how to achieve this specific type of success. He's got to be honest with you so that you can better understand why you aren't achieving success. Because it's not, it's not like these are well-adjusted, happily single Black women that are calling. These are Black women that I have, I have not yet seen a show of his. And I haven't seen all of them, but I've seen a lot. I've not yet seen one where the premise isn't, I want a high value man. I want a man that makes six figures or more that can provide for me so that I do not have to pay significant bills. I want him to accept my children. I don't want children, like all these different things. But what everything opens with is that. And the lady, Jessica, the way that her episode opens is she was like, why do I have to settle for somebody that doesn't make as much money as me? And so that's why he went into the people that make as much money as you are looking for something different than you. And here are the gaps. And the rating scale is, is harsh, but True. He's, giving, he's giving it from the perspective of how like a business executive makes a decision. So if you are an executive and you're thinking about, okay, I'm already, I've already been divorced. 
I've got kids. I'm 55 and I'm seeking some companionship. Do I want someone with chest tattoos or someone with like um, a crazy hair situation that I don't understand? Like, you know how sometimes the, um, not all times, I've seen really nice lace fronts, but you know, sometimes the lace fronts can just be like wild, right? So these people are, are, this guy is sizing you up. Can I take you to my business dinners? Will you be able to engage in conversation about, you know, whatever the fuck's going on? Are you well-traveled? Like, you know, shit like that. These are pieces of the evaluation criteria for this type of man. And every woman that I've seen on it is seeking that type of man. Like, I wouldn't call that show because I want and married a regular nigga. I'm not looking for anybody rich because I've got my own goals for wealth, right? But there are people who are like, look, I just need to be comfortable. So yes, you know, if you are a bus driver and you open your conversation with, I'm not trying to settle, I need a man with this much money, he's going to break down why that type of person is not looking in your direction. So it's not shit. Oh, yes. I have a quick question. Did you start watching his show when he was, because from what I heard, because my husband used to watch, he watches his style. And he said that he started his show analyzing men first. But once he started analyzing the women, that's what made him go viral. So did you see him analyze the men um, when he was doing that? And what was that like? Whoa. (laughs) So, like I said, I've seen... I watched one today. I I watched one today and I said, whoa, this is super crazy. So, yes. The answer is yes. Because um, he taught my brother how to dress. My brother dresses totally different now. And it's because he was watching those videos and really got a sense of style. Like, it's really, really a nice transformation. Um, an intentional transformation but yeah he is very harsh with niggas because I've seen the episodes where he's broken people down about the way that they dress um I've seen the how to how to dress how to create an image blah 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 how to reinvent yourself and also um I've seen him break down to the men that will call why they aren't high value men so they might call like with the same reason as the other girl like hey I really, uh, I, I need to attract uh, a dime or whatever the hell, and I can't get him. And he's like, okay, how tall are you? What do you do? How big how, is your penis? Do you, do you have a big dick? Like, you know, um, what was your longest relationship? Like, he goes through that same thing. And niggas- How much money do you make? They get mm-hmm. defensive. Yeah, because there's one guy today, he was like, you know, he's he's overweight. And he's like, yeah, I like to be at the gym. And I, I want somebody to like to be at the gym. Blah, blah, blah. So he breaks him down with the question. He said, well, how much do you weigh? And he was like, you know, three something. He's like, how tall are you? He's like, I'm five, five. He said, well, you're a fat nigga. You need to be at the gym. This ain't a hobby for you. You need to be at the gym. He's like, okay, so that's one deficit. And he starts asking about his sense of style. He said, okay, you've got two areas that you need to fix. Three things working against you, but you can't do nothing about the fact that you're short. So you need to slim down to get in shape. You need to learn how to dress. And here's how you start. So the dude spent most of the conversation going back and forth like, nah, I'm not fat. I'm not this well, okay, yeah, I do need to, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. It's the same thing. It went viral for the woman because they cut a specific portion of that whole episode because this episode is like three hours long. And 
they cut it to that specific piece. So of course, that's going to go viral because it has something to do with Black women. So in a way, that worked for him. And he knew that. Because he no, didn't even he, say it, that, like, yeah, are you calling because you're trolling me? Like, okay, I know you probably saw my video, but you need to go back and watch my old episodes. These are my standards for X, Y, and Z. Like, his shit has never changed. It just got more and more viral as he continued to talk to Black women. I mean, there are videos of... Uh, I saw a video of him saying i know that if and this was early on because you could tell his face was different like um it appeared like it was earlier in his career right mm -hmm. um and he said i know that if i bash women if i bash especially black women on my show i'll have huge success i know that he said it mm -hmm. and it was it was true yeah. So he and and um so that's part of what that's a, a big piece of what is um that was so like troubling to me about him because it wasn't just that he did it, but just how uh black men were like, yep, black women, this this is y'all. And it's like hope, hope, hope. Yeah, and see that issue, that's a bigger hold issue. For his disciples, his disciples they love cognitive dissonance. So they'll ignore that they don't meet the criteria to be the high value man, but they'll harp on what uh, makes somebody average at best. But, you know, he wasn't, because I've seen him also give high ratings to black women on the show. And he'll say, now, looks wise, I'll give you a nine, but your personality, you're too selfish. I've, you're not agreeable like you're not an ideal woman you're not an ideal candidate for a high value man because blah 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 this is a level of stress you cause you're a loose cannon when you don't get your way sounds like you got some issues with your parents but so it like it goes everywhere but those things aren't as interesting or viral they're right. not likely to go viral because they're not as like scathing but uh for me i i did a deep dive after he um passed away because I really wanted to understand it further. I was watching it before and I started getting bored because it was the same stuff over and over again. And like I said, it's not my life's journey. So it was hard to connect to. But now watching it again through a different lens, this was a person with a goal and he saw what got him to the goal. And this was his year of really, his star starting to rise. Cause he did a really good job on Atlanta. He didn't play Cam Sanders. He did, I mean, he did an okay job. Like, he's not an actor. He was not an actor, but I could see where he was going. Like, yeah, I, it, I saw it that if he kept getting, um, like, acting jobs, he probably was going to start getting, taking acting classes. And he would have been, I mean, he, he was decent on the show. He was good enough. He was, and this is, I'm not hating. I'm, I want everyone to understand. Um, oh, yeah. Mommy doesn't hate. She's just brutally honest. Sometimes okay. I just take a couple days to catch All it. Right. She, all hate. right okay thank you oh, for you, ho. um yeah I, I was like after i could see how he could become an actor because he he was good enough to where i didn't look at him like okay this is kevin saying damn Rumi, i could see how you could become an actor <laughs> I, i'm not this this is oh lord okay all right that was funny i love that Rumi. <laughs> i could see how you could become an actor there were just a couple things and mind you i'm not an actor so i'm not i'm not even trying to pretend that i could do what he did even i'm just saying like as a person watching i didn't feel like okay i'm watching kevin samuels you know there are some people who act 
and you know that this person is trying to act. Yeah. And most he, influencers don't good with that. He, I think he did a good job. I think he did a good job. And I, I it made me look for, I mean, I know he had already passed, but I was like, damn, he probably could have been really good. Yeah. Yeah, and did you hear Demetrius' episode? I'm sorry, I'm just getting some more champagne. Did you hear Demetrius' episode where she said that she was offered to co-host a show with him and she was like, fuck no? Yes, yeah. So the fact that that opportunity came his way was notable as well. So I, I also believe that Kevin Samuel's work wasn't done. His, his work here, his self-work wasn't completed. Uh, from episodes, I would gather that he has got some mommy issues and some daddy issues. And the show might be what helps him process that. But I could hear a lot of times, like the women that he's nastiest to are the ones that open with, why do I have to settle for an average man? That triggers him so bad. And it would make me really sit with the episode, like what was said to him a long time ago that this gets him so angry? Said to him or about his dad? Yeah. Or was his dad around? I'm not, I don't remember that part of his backstory. But I remember one episode where he talked about his mother was hard-headed. Yep. He said, Joe, you just like my, my mother. My mother was hard-headed. And then when the girl said something else about his mom, like he had already opened the door to that, he snapped like, don't talk about my mother. Hey, this is my show. Like it was real crazy. I said, oh my God, he's triggered right now. He needs to process his own thing. But he can sit and get on his soapbox on YouTube and work through his own issues while helping others too but it's still like some little pieces. I don't think he was done healing. I mean, I honestly, none of us, none of us are. Are we ever done? We're never done. No. It's just no. what areas are we aware of and are we open to learning and changing and bettering? Yep. That's it. It is, it is. And it's a never ending learning experience. Sometimes I get exhausted with learning, but what the fuck are you gonna do? I mean, <laughs> yes, I don't, please, can we, where's the break from learning about myself? Where is the break? <laughs> and bitch, I watched the wrong thing on TV a couple weeks ago. And it was about how we get high to work through a bad trip when you get high is you working through your issues and trying to unlock things. Jesus. Do you know that shit had me in a chokehold yesterday working through stuff? Somebody by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, okay, okay. I understand X, Y, and Z about myself now. And I had to just put myself to sleep on the plane. Go to bed. But I couldn't, I couldn't turn my mind off. And what was so crazy, this is going to sound weird. And we can delete it if, it if it does sound crazy. But I was working through some stuff, like the origin of some of my abandonment issues and stuff. Things I told you about recently. And 
I kept playing music in the background in my head while I'm thinking through stuff. And I said, you have to stop the music that you're playing because that is trying to block something you don't want to think about. That's something you don't want to remember. Okay? Like, this is me oh, having... God. <laughs> and I couldn't turn it off. I was too high. <laughs> but it actually, it actually turned out to be a positive because it helped me bring some closure to some of my present day stuff. And I was like, whoa, I, I shouldn't have drank that whole thing of juice. <laughs> But getting on the other side of it was was really good, and it it makes me it makes it easier for me to deal with others in grace because I can understand. This is the Beads and Butter podcast. This episode has been produced and edited by Vine Me Up Production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.